G'day and welcome to this episode of Fresico Sports Talk. My name is Matthew McNerney. Thank you for joining me. And today we're going to look at the stats from the Bundaberg Rugby League season. That's right, this entire episode is dedicated to numbers from the season. Remember, you can check out the back catalogue of episodes already. Just search Fraser Co. Sports Talk on either SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts. And you can catch up with the latest in sport headlines at frasercoastchronicle.com.au forward slash sport. Now, the Bundaberg Rugby League, their final series starts today, Saturday, August 18. Just before five teams become four after the first round of elimination finals, we thought it would be a good time to dive into the stats from the year and actually look at the numbers behind this competition. So overall in the competition, 167 players from the eight A-grade teams. They combined for 3,209 points. They came from 594 tries and 415 goals in the BRL's 64 games. So as, as an average, there were 66.85 points per game, 200.56 points per week. A massive attacking output from the players in the Bundaberg Rugby League. We'll start at the top of the table and work our way down. So Wallaroos, they finished the season with the best tries per player rate and were one of only two teams to have scored 100 tries this year. The tries per player rate should actually be the tries per try scorer rate. The point of that ratio or that rate is to determine where each team scores the majority of their tries. So, for example, if you've got a side where the majority of their tries come from the left side, the the left-centre wing combination, we can quickly learn or extrapolate from that how that team actually plays. So from that, Wallaroos, they finished with 101 tries in the regular season from 18 different players. Leading try scorers there were Sean Collins with 19, halfback Lukey Waters, he got 18, and fullback Joey Alberts, 12, at a rate of 5.6 tries per try scorer. So that is, on average, every try scorer at Wallaroos scored an average of 5.6 tries. And the team, they reached or passed the 30-point mark 10 times, more than any other team, and they reached that half-century mark, that 50-point mark, twice. What let them down was the sharp shooting. Or the number of goals kicked was just 54, and a, a conversion rate of about 53.47%. It's an area in which they struggled, but they never quite found an answer during the regular season. You had eight men, or eight different players, kick goals this season. It's at least three more goal kickers, or it's three more unique goal kickers than their closest rivals. Half of those men, they kicked as one goal each. When you can, when you or when you look at the competition as a whole, you'll find that nine players kicked as one goal. So Wallaroos, they, they lean towards those uh, those one-off, those unique showers. Waves Tigers, they finished the season with the best attacking record in terms of the number of tries scored, goals kicked, and the total number of points. The Tigers, they combined for 103 tries and 80 goals for their 573 points. Billy Stefanik, the winger, he scored 22 tries to be the competition's leading try scorer in his first year at the club. Trent Seeds, he scored 16 to finish fourth overall. And halfback Clinton Horn, also in his first season at the club, he finishes the league's highest point scorer with 140 points from five tries and 60 goals. Those 60 goals, or that 60 goal effort, is the most of any player this season, and he's one of only two men to kick more than 50 goals. All 20 of the Tigers' recorded point scorers scored at least one try at a rate of 5.15 per player. That's second in the league and at a rate of about 28.65 points per point-scoring player. That's first in the league. They get the most out of consistency. 
Waves, they also boasted the best defence in the competition, conceding just 16.5 points per game. 264 points conceded for the season. They're the only team to have conceded less than 300 points, and it's why they should probably be considered the favourites as we head into this knockout phase of the comp. The Isis Devils, they struggled for the last two years. They are in the doldrums, but they've exploded this season to be third on the table, or to finish third on the table. They tripled the total number of games that they won in 2016 and 2017 to finish the regular season with a 10-6 record. Their average of 29.5 points per game was third in the league, as 22 Devils combined to score a total of 468 points. They breached the 30-point mark six times, equal third in the league, and the 50-point barrier three times, second in the league. Zach Bainbridge, he made an immediate impact. He scored four tries and 18 goals in his opening four games. He had 52 points in those four games. That's 13 per game before injury sidelined him for much of the rest of the season. That unfortunate scenario was turned into the biggest positive by the Devils, who welcomed Matty Craven, the man who would go on to become the BRL's representative player of the year. He scored 15 tries and kicked 27 goals for 114 points. He was the third highest point scorer in the competition. Their defence was third in the league. Like much of their like much of their stats, it was third in the league. They leaked just 300 points at 18.75 per game. But with finals footy around the corner, that's a bit of a concern. The Devils, they conceded 30.67% of their season's total defence in those last three games of the competition. It's a worrying trend as they head into the knockout phase when every result counts. We're going to jump down a rung to fifth here because the fourth and sixth teams are, are linked quite well. So fifth place, you've got West Panthers. They scored 25 points per game. Nice round number, 400 total for the season. And they conceded 21.68 points per game, 347 total. James Pritchard, the Panthers' second rower, who was named the BRL's Player of the Year. He finished the season as the second highest point scorer with 134 points. That's seven tries and 53 goals. And he scored 33.5% of the Panthers' total points this season. They certainly rely on the bloke. The 23 Panthers who scored points generated an average of 17.4 points per point scoring player. Even though most of those went to uh, Jimmy Pritchard there. While Will, while Will Nagus, he was the team's highest try scorer with 12 four-pointers. Wests, they're one of only three teams alongside Isis Devils and East Magpies to have not conceded 50 or more points in a game. Easts, they were locked in a battle with past brothers to be that last team into the finals. And East managed to actually jump up in a fourth. They got out of the danger zone. They boast the leanest attack of the finals bounce teams. They've scored just 375 points through 74 tries, that number of tries, fourth in the league and 39 goals to six in the league. That conversion rate, about 52.7%, is the lowest in the league. It's behind Wallaroos, who finished first. So remarkably, you've got the two least successful goal-kicking teams are into, the, are into the finals. When every point counts, particularly in the finals, they are at an obvious disadvantage not having a seasoned and accurate goal-kicker in their midst. Remarkably, those Magpies, they scored 30.4% of their season's total points in the last three weeks of the regular season. They scored 30 or more points on six occasions this season, but conceded 30 or more points just three times. That's third in the league. Easts, they lead the league in terms of the lowest number of points conceded in a game. 
as they allowed 30 points just three times. No other team has a lower minimum in terms of points conceded across the season. The game that mattered most to them was the last round six-point win against Past Brothers. It was enough to ensure that East finished fourth and to keep the defending premiers out of the top five. It's the first time in years that the defending premiers haven't made it. At 456 points, Past Brothers boasted the fourth best attack in the comp, and its total tally of 82 tries was also the fourth most productive. With 64 goals, their conversion rate of 78% was the second best in the competition. But defence is where they were let down. They conceded 30 or more points five times. The only teams with worse records are the teams that finished in the bottom two, Maribor Brothers and Harvey Bay. Maribor Brothers improved on their finishing position in 2017 by just one spot, but again they won just the one game. That last round 14 or draw with Harvey Bay ensured that the Seagulls got the spoon. Maribor Brothers, they finished the season with the worst attacking production in the competition. They scored just 210 points. That's 13.125 per game. Their defence, a whopping 633, 39.5 per game, was the second worst in the comp and just 15 points better than the wooden spoon winning Seagulls. They scored 38 tries, and most of those came from Dalton Harry. He scored seven of those tries and he kicked 14 goals to kick 56 points, or 26.67% of his team's total. And he was one of six goal kickers used by the team, the second most in the competition, who combined for the fifth best conversion rate in the competition, that's 76.3%. Harvey Bay Seagulls. They always knew it was going to be a tough season, but I don't think they expected it to be this difficult. They completed the fall from grace, going from three minor premierships in a row, one of those converted to a premiership, to wooden spooners in one season. Those minor premiership years, 2015 to 2017, they won 90.8% of regular season games. This year, they won 6.25%, just one game. They finished this season as the only team to concede more than 40 points per game, at 648 total, and produced only 215 points. They conceded 50 points four times more than any other team, and were the only team who was unable to score 30 or more points in a single game. They passed the 20-point mark just once. Still, they had more unique point scorers than any other team, with 24 different point scorers, while Ben Kilty finished as the team's highest contributor with 27 points. 14 Seagulls ended the season with one try to their name. That's 14 men who avoid the dreaded nudie run. Welcome to the random fact section where we've picked some things that probably just don't matter at all in the scheme of things. Benny Kilty from... The Harvey Bay Seagulls, he was one of just three players to kick a field goal this year. East Jared Johnson and Waves Tiger Tyrrell Howard, they each kicked one field goal each, which combined their three field goals was the most in at least the past four seasons I've covered the competition. Eight Johnsons crossed the try line, four of them for West Panthers, scoring a total of 69 points. The Panthers quartet, Dirian, Dennis, Josh and Marlin, they combined for 44 points. While the other four, Harvey Bay duo Slade and Darren, East's Jared and Isis's Jaden, combined for 25. The Battle of the Thompsons was won by Kurt, even though he played four fewer games than his brother Jake. The winger beat the second rower here, six tries to five in the duel between the Devil's Boys. Kurt's four-try haul against the Tigers pushed him to the slim win 
and bragging rights at the kitchen table. At the Mighty Mats, they reigned when it came to the most number of points scored versus their first name. Here, we just looked at the first names of players and found the most common. Six players named Matt, or a variation like Matthew, combined for 186 points this year. They narrowly beat the five-strong Ben Brigade with 167 points. The Bens were slightly more productive, scoring 31.4 per Ben to the Matt's 31 per Matt. Past brothers outside back, Ben Iyer, Cam and I, was admitted from the titles purely due to his unknown abbreviation preference. When we include Ben Iyer in the Bens, their total goes to 185, though the average drops to 30.83. We'll let the Bens decide which ones they want to go, which ones they want to go for. The next three runners-up, seven Dans or Daniels combined for 104 points, the four strong Jacks combined for 36 points, and the five Brandons, spelt four different ways, combined for 106 points. And to qualify, there had to be a minimum of four point-scoring players with the same first name. And lastly, players with a first name starting with a J found the score sheet more than any other letter. This season, we had 25 different players with a first name starting with J score at least one point for a total haul of 423 points. There were 16 Ds, 15 Bs and Ss, and 13 Ts. Now those five letters account for 84 different point scorers at 50.3%. There were seven letters who weren't represented. Thanks for tuning in. Remember you can find us on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts. Just search Fraser Coast Sports Talk. Hit subscribe, scroll through and listen to a few of our previous episodes. We'll be putting out regular episodes as the winter sports head into their final series. So be sure to keep checking back or just hit subscribe on your favourite podcast provider. My name is Matthew McInerney and we'll catch you next time.